Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed. Joining us in this episode is award-winning speaker, best-selling author, musician, and founder of ARC Entertainment Media, Lisa Robin Young. Lisa has been featured on Disney Plus and is the host of Creative Freedom, a show that evolved into a book, podcast, and live event series. ARC Entertainment Media is a business growth consultancy helping ambitious creatives build profitable, sustainable businesses. She helps creative entrepreneurs define and achieve success on their own terms. Lisa believes that the best way to be truly successful in life and business is to just be yourself. Her goal is to help her clients achieve more impact, more income, and more freedom to enjoy it without compromising their true values. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Bevanae. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. Me too. Me too. How are you doing today? Today is actually a pretty good day. A month ago, I was having surgery and I'm walking around and feeling good, so I can't complain. Good. Good. How, what does your kind of like day-to-day look like as a business owner? When you wake up in the morning, what do you do first? What's your day start like? Well, my, my day starts with kissing my husband goodbye as he goes off to work. (laughs) But after that, I'm really blessed because over the last few years, I've been able to structure my mornings to really fit what works for how I'm wired. Mm. So I don't see clients first thing in the morning. I spend, you know, an hour or two in my sacred practice, which I call the peace system. And it allows me to really get everything out of my head, get myself grounded and centered and figure out what my priorities are going to be for the day. And then I can step into whatever work needs to be for the day. And because I've got my fingers in a lot of different pies, that can look like coaching, that can look like content curation or creation, that can look like working on my music, writing another book. And I have the luxury most days of being able to let myself flow with wherever the creative energy is calling me to be. Yeah. It's my day. How did you get there? Having the freedom... (laughs) (laughs) To be able to like instill that. What were the challenges? When did you get to a point where you were like, I have to find balance for myself? Yeah. So the first thing that I will say is there is no perfect routine that's going to last forever. And I've gone through several iterations over my business journey. I've been online for almost 30 years. And in Mm -hmm. that time, you know, I've, I started with two little small kids and now they're mostly grown. One of them is grown and the other one is 16. And so they don't need as much of my attention. And at one time we had a nanny so that I could focus on work. Then we didn't have a nanny and it was back to just me being the single mom trying to navigate things. And so what I do now isn't necessarily what I did then, but it's always been about listening to yourself, owning what's true for yourself and doing what you can as you are able. And I think that's a takeaway that most people can glom onto is the idea of this is what I can do right now. And that's gonna look differently than what I might be able to do tomorrow or a year from now or two years from now or 10 years from now. But right now, this is what I can do. There was a time when I would literally have to lock the bedroom door, push my husband out, lock the bedroom door (laughs) and be like, I need 20 minutes, do not knock on that door, right? I don't have that situation anymore because I don't have kids at home banging on the door. Now I can get up and be much more leisurely, but I still recognize 
I am a better person when I have the opportunity to do these things first thing in the morning. And if I don't do them, it shows throughout the rest of my day. Sure. And once I started to let other people see that, you know, hey, do you recognize that I'm not as much of a pain in the butt first thing in the morning when I've had a chance to do this? And they go, why, yes, as a matter of fact, I have. So now do you understand why I need this time? Yeah. And so getting buy-in from the people that support you makes a big difference. The other thing I had to do was just put my foot down with clients and say, look, if you want to work with me, it's got to be in the afternoon or it's got to be after 10 a.m. or it's got to be after whatever my schedule looks like for right now. You know, when you're doing television, sorry, guys, you're not going to see me for three weeks because we're filming and there's just no way to get on my calendar. The other thing that I did was only open my calendar for a month at a time. That gives me the opportunity to schedule all my important must-do activities before I open it up for clients to book in. And so they're never booking more than a month maybe six weeks out from today's date. And that helps me have freedom and flexibility for whatever I want the rest of my year to look like. And if I want to take the last week of December off or the first week of January off or my anniversary in July off, I can do that and not worry about hurting my clients' feelings, which was a big thing for me. I was a recovering people pleaser. I still am a little bit, right? And so it's really important for me to make sure that my clients feel seen and accepted for who they are as they are And so I didn't want to be letting people down and hurting their feelings. So I rebuilt my business. So that wasn't even an issue for me. Mm. You know, that whole idea of pay yourself first when it comes to money. It's like pay myself first when it comes to time. Yeah. (laughs) Let me do that. Yeah. And that's how slowly over the years I've been able to get to a place where I have a lot more control over my calendar and my day-to-day routine. Amazing. Amazing. Tell us a little bit more about your business. Yeah. So our entertainment media is this interesting beast because I am a creative entrepreneur myself. And I started the company as a production company for the work that I was doing, music, books, television, et cetera. And it evolved into helping other creatives and other people who knew they wanted to be the celebrity in their space to get to that point for themselves. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I have clients come to me who are brand new in business or they've been kind of limping along for a while and they're like, something's not right and I'm just not getting the profitability and the ease that I think I should have. And so we take a look at their business model and we take a look at how they're uniquely wired to work and we start to redesign the business to support that because the thing that is hardest for every entrepreneur that I've ever met is trying to shoehorn yourself into something that doesn't work for you, but you see it working for a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. And the minute we can release the shoulds around, well, it should work because it's working for so-and-so and and we can go, well, that doesn't work for me because I can't see clients at two o'clock in the morning or whatever. Then we can start to rebuild it in ways that do work for you. And it makes it easier for you to show up, easier for you to do the things that you most enjoy, easier to find the right kinds of supports for the things that you don't enjoy. And then you have capacity and capacity is this great gift because most of the clients that I work with think it's a visibility problem. Oh, I just need to be on more shows, more podcasts. I just need to have more people see me. And that might be true, but what's the deeper problem that's keeping you from doing those things is capacity. Well, I'm still handling all of these things. My brain is still trying to process all of this stuff. I've got all these things on my plate and I don't have any spoons left to navigate it all. So then stuff doesn't get done. Instead of let's take you out of being the bottleneck in the business. Let's set this up so that 
these things can run and you really can shine so that once your book is out into the world, you can start to talk about it and you can promote it in meaningful ways and people will start to stop you on the street and go, oh my gosh, are you so-and-so? I read your book. It's amazing. And then you start to get the producers calling to say, we want to do a TV show and we want you to be the guest expert on the show. That's how it starts to happen, but it can't happen if you don't have the capacity. And so that's what we do with our clients is helping them see where those capacity gaps are how to shore them up so that they really can be the star of their business and the celebrity in their space. Yeah. I love that. You have on your site, like what is your creative entrepreneur type? And it's like chaotic fusion and linear. And I haven't taken it yet because I'm a little <laughs> of what mine <laughs> may be. It's feeling chaotic at this point right now at the end of the year, but tell us a little bit about like those kind of those buckets. Sure. So one of the reasons that I really believe in leaning into how you're uniquely wired is because a few years ago I developed this spectrum and it came from a place of frustration for me. Mm. It was like, I was at a place where I wasn't sure who my ideal client was. And I think every business owner, especially solopreneurs and micropreneurs go through this. And there's lots of different ways to think about doing that. But for me, what I ended up doing was sitting down with a pile of sticky notes and writing down every client name and what we worked on. And I laid it all out. And then I started to see patterns because that's one of the things that my type fusion creatives were really good at finding patterns. And so I started to recognize, well, these things are similar and these things are similar. And I started taking these hundreds of sticky notes and creating piles and 70 piles became 20 piles, became 10 piles, became five piles, became two piles and a handful of stragglers. Yeah. And I'm looking at this handful of stragglers going, well, they don't really fit in either pile and they can probably fit in both piles. And I think I'm a straggler. I don't think I fit in either one of these piles, but could fit in both of these piles. And I'm not really sure what that means. And the more I sat with it, the more I recognized, Lisa, honey, this is not two different camps. This is a spectrum. Sure. And that's how the creative entrepreneur type spectrum was born. And so on one end of the spectrum, you have what I call chaotic creative. Now that doesn't mean you're messy. It doesn't mean your life is out of control. It means you think differently. You operate in a non-linear fashion. And to the outsider, it looks like, or can look like you're all over the map in a very chaotic fashion. But what it is, is this gift of experience and experientiality, right? Like, Chaotic creatives are notorious for wanting to create an amazing experience for the people that are in their world. They are the people that we typically consider as creatives. So they're the artists, they're the woo-woo spiritual types, the go with the flow, trust your gut, honor your instincts and your impulses kinds of people. On the other end of the spectrum, we have the linears. The linears are folks who are like numbers, systems, processes, order is the rule of the day. And that's safety for them. That's security for them. And you know, you want me to think like a chaotic and it's like, you're speaking a completely different language and you can freak them out and vice versa. Chaotics don't want to be penned in by structure and too much scheduling and too many rules. That feels like a prison. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. And then there are folks like me, fusion creatives, we stand in the middle. And what's unique about us is we're good at a lot of different things and we can flex in either direction depending on what the situation calls for. If we need to be systems oriented, we can do that. And we do it with some relative efficiency. If we need to think out of the box, if we need to trust our intuition, we can do that. And we can do it with relative accuracy. 
There are two other types that I call the cusp types. And these folks stand on the edge between linear infusion and between chaotic infusion, mm -hmm. meaning they can flex like a fusion when the situation calls for it. But when the chips are down and things are really hard, there's one primary way that they problem solve, and that is whatever their dominant type is. So if they're a chaotic cusp, they trust their gut, they trust your intuition, they go with what they know that way versus trusting the data and what we've done before and what the numbers say, which is how linears operate. Mm. But fusions are like, depends on the day, people. Yeah. <laughs> we love it all and we hate it all equally well. It, it yeah. frustrates us and it brings us joy exactly the same. So those are the different types on the spectrum and everybody falls in their own little space. And it's important to know how you are wired to work because if you're trying to be something that you're not, you might be good at it. You might have done it a lot, but it might be draining you and making everything seem so much harder and more exhausting because you're not leaning into how you are uniquely wired to work. Sure. I think that's, you know, there's so many different personality types out there and it's like, you're a 5B star, green, purple, yellow. And so <laughs> those have meetings and stuff, but I, I like the way that yours is built in the simplicity of it of words and things that we understand and identify with quickly. Even as you were explaining that, I was like, okay, maybe I'm, yeah, one of those cusp babies or to the outside world, it looks like this, but like internally it may look like this. And I think that's extremely special. And then like as the business owner yourself or the coach yourself, having your clients do it, then understanding how best to lead and guide them is yes. incredibly important using that. Yes, exactly. Because here's what I tell people. Frameworks are great. Blueprints are awesome, right? You can build a great house with a blueprint, but if all you do is use a blueprint and you don't give that house your personality, you don't give that framework your personal touches, it's going to be like every other house on the block and it's not going to have any meaning. Yeah. Blueprints and formulas and frameworks can only take you so far. And after that, you got to do your own thing. And for clients that I work with, you know, they've done the blueprint, they've done the formula, they've listened to the quote unquote guru, and they've gotten to a point where they're hitting their head on a ceiling and they're like, I know I'm meant for more than this. I know I'm supposed to reach more people than this. I know I'm supposed to have a bigger impact than this. Why is it not working? Mm -hmm. What's well, not working? Because you're still trying to shoehorn yourself into somebody else's model instead of breaking through beyond that model to figure out your unique path that really works for how you're wired to work and what you're here to bring to the world. Yeah, yeah. And understanding that within yourself, I'm assuming led to creative freedom. Your, yes. Is that your most recent book? Yes, and that's my most recent book for right now. I am working on the next book, which yeah. is the entire framework based on like 20 years of research of what it really takes to become the celebrity in your space. Sure. And that book breaks down the three elements, which we all have these elements. It's just about turning the volume up or down on them, right? Clarity, confidence, and courage. Mm -hmm. If you've got the clarity, you can make confident decisions that allow you to take courageous actions. If you don't have that clarity, it's a mess and you stay stuck, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's the next step from creative freedom. Creative freedom was, here's how you build a profitable, sustainable business doing what you love, right? And I tell people all the time, I'm going to be a little direct and blunt here. If yeah. a grown ass man can make a living unboxing action figures on YouTube, there's a market for you. Right. And it's about finding that market and doing the right work in ways that work for how you're wired so that you can reach those people with ease mm. instead of stress 
and strain. And so that was that book. And then people kept coming out of the woodwork saying, okay, I've done that. Now what? Cause I know I want to be here and I'm not there yet. And I'm like, all right, let me go look, let me do the research. Let me work with some clients. Let me get some data. And so that's the new book that we're working on. Unleash your star power, how to have the courage to be rich as a celebrity in your niche. Yeah. Tell me a little bit of the journey of getting on to Disney plus and PBS and ABC, like all of those areas. Yeah. So one of the neat things about media is it can happen for seemingly random reasons, <laughs> right? Like my very first appearance on television was when I was in high school and I had won a writing contest. And so I got to read my poem on the air and it was like, this is so cool. I want to do more of this. I don't want to read more poems on the air. My, sure. my poems are all right, but that's not what I want. That's not what I want to be on TV for. Yeah. yeah. And so the thing that I have learned is that it really comes down to the stories that you tell. Mm. So the Disney Plus feature, for example, I was in a reality show called Encore where they reunite these high yeah. school musical casts to remount their high school musical. Yeah. When I was in high school, uh, we did The Sound of Music. I did not have a big role in this show. I was one of the nuns who did not like Maria. That was my role. How do you yeah. solve a problem like Maria? I don't like her. That was yeah. my bit. Yeah. So there were 45 kids in this production. They could have picked anybody to come back and do the Disney show. Yeah. Why did they pick me? Well, when I talked with the producers and when I talked with the people that had made the decision to put me out of, I think they took nine of us or eight of us sure. out of 45 to be on the show. I said, well, what was it about me that made you say yes to me when I didn't have a big role? In fact, they ended up giving me another role to play on the show because my role was so tiny. And they said, well, you know, you knew all the stories. You knew everybody's backstory. You were connected to every person and you knew what was going on. And you tell great stories so that we can see the evolution, the journey of these people. And so for me, it's always come back to you. What are the stories that you're telling? Whether it's a podcast like this or a television show, how are you making the stories that you know and the stories that you share meaningful to the people who are in a position to say yes to you, whether that's media or clients or affiliate referral partners or book agents or yeah. the stories that you tell have to be meaningful to those people or they just tune out. We have too much going on to be paying attention to every little thing. But if you say something that hooks me, now I'm interested. Yeah, that's amazing. I actually do remember that show like when that show first came out I can't remember if I saw all of the episodes but as a music theory or musical kid as well it was so I cried like every episode because you're totally right it is stories it's connection and things that people can relate to and I think that's really can be really difficult in as a business owner or just in your marketing story and storytelling is trying to balance what's real and authentic and genuine about what you're doing and who you serve and then not being too, I don't know, robotic and, and salesy. Yeah, I think you know? one of the things that has always come home for me as a person who you know has been in business and has helped other people with their businesses and marketing always becomes part of the conversation. Yeah. Marketing, when it's at its best yeah. to me, is when you are sharing your enthusiasm about whatever it is that you're up to, mm -hmm. right? You're not pushing, you're not shaming. And shame is a big sales trigger. A lot of people use shame to get people to buy and have for decades and decades. 
But when you can paint a picture of, I am so excited to be a part of this thing, or look at this thing that I'm doing, so many more people want to get on board, whether or not that's buying from you or helping you spread the word or helping you tell the story. When you can share your enthusiasm, that's easy marketing. So if you're not enthusiastic about what you're offering, if you're not enthusiastic about showing up in a space, it's probably better to just not do it and go find the point of enthusiasm so that you can come back with that level of joy. One of the things people say to me all the time is, oh my gosh, your energy. I love your energy. I'm like, I'm just really happy to be here, man. Like, I'm just really (laughs) excited about sharing what I know and being enthusiastic about the things that I've learned on my journey that I can then pass on to other people. I don't want this to die with me. Right. What's the point in that? That's really selfish. And we're robbing the world of the gifts that we have and the gifts that they can have for themselves through the learning that they get by keeping it to ourselves. We have to share this stuff. That's part of the hero's journey. Absolutely. And when you have clarity, it's easy to do all the rest of that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's the hardest piece, right? right. We want to jump to the sale. We want to jump to the six figure month. We want to jump to, you know, the end, but it's called a hero's journey, not a hero's ending, mm-hmm. right? Like we have to do the work of who are we? What really matters to me? Why am I doing what I'm doing? All of that internal work before we can open it up and show it to the rest of the world. When, when we talk about business models, in my company, we use an equation and it's you plus Y plus who that's in parentheses plus what plus how Mm. the parentheses represent all of that internal work. We got to do this stuff on the inside that the world isn't going to see so that when we get to what we're selling and how we're selling it and how we're delivering it, it's easy. Like that stuff can change all the time when we're really clear on who we are, why we do what we do and who it's for. And the who can change, but the closer you get to you, the less it changes. Yeah. Right. So you really got to do the work on who you are and why you do what you do. And every time we do a retreat or we do a workshop where business models are involved, we spend almost the entire first day getting clear on you. Yeah. Because once we're clear on that piece, the rest of it becomes so much easier, so much easier. That clarity is king. Yeah, it really is. Absolutely. Absolutely. For anyone who is listening, who is like, please, Lisa, for the love of all that is good, help me. (laughs) I don't have clarity. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just chugging along and I'm feeling lost. How can they get in contact with you? What do you have open or available for them to join or participate in? Absolutely. So the easiest thing to do is just find me on social. I am Lisa Robin Young. Robin has two Bs. I am everywhere. You can find me. My website is lisarobinyoung.com. Take the quiz. It's free. You don't even need to opt in if you don't want to, and you will get your type and you will get some deeper understanding on who you are and how you're wired to work. From there, there's lots of ways to work with me. I'm a coach and a consultant. So you can always step into just a one-on-one session with me, or we have a program called the Star Power Intensive that takes you through the different aspects of getting clarity, making confident decisions, and taking courageous action so that you can develop your unique success map of, oh, these are my gaps, and these are the things that I need to do to fill those gaps, specifically custom designed for who you are and how you're wired to work. All of that and more is available at my website, lisarobinyoung.com. Awesome. And then what do you, what else do you have coming up? I know you're writing your next book, but is there anything else that we can check out, watch, listen to any of those things? 
Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Always. There's always something, you know, my YouTube channel is, is full of stuff, but right now we are putting together a workshop called the Unleash Your Star Power Workshop. And it's a three-day event designed to help you build that success map. It's like having a VIP day with me, except we're doing it in a group. Um, and you can hop right in there and get that map built for yourself and then bring it back to me and we can go through it individually and go, okay, this is the strategy to fill those gaps. Fabulous. So, yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Stephanie. So it's great. been fun. Yeah. I'm literally about to go take the quiz Woo! right now and figure out my life. <laughs> no, nice. Thank you guys for listening to Savvy Booked and Blessed. We'll see you on the next one. to Savvy Booked and Blessed. If you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com dash podcast slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag Savvy, Book, and Blessed. I love seeing your posts and I love your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss out on any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Give your thumbs up ratings and reviews. They definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.